What's up, man? Uh, what's up with you, man? Man, you can't a- answer a question with a question, man. <laughs> Can you see how you? off guard you got me with that? I thought you were going to say something like, I'm Jaren. But... Nah, man, keep you guessing. Yeah, that's good. Mystery. That's good. So that's what's good. up, man? Oh, I man, I'm again. just chilling. <laughs> just cutting the mic on, you know? Just cutting the mic on. Playing some bumper music. Yeah, I really like this song. I will be honest with you about uh, that. Yeah, you saw me grooving over here, too. Yeah, I talked I talked some smack about this record when exclamation mark by Trippie when, when it came out. Talked a lot of smack. But... Uh, some some elements of it have grown on me, including yeah. the title track. Yeah, for sure. Exclamation mark. So what? Uh, I'm Josh, by the way. Damn, we're the audio files. Uh, so you're just gonna introduce the whole group before I even say my <laughs> damn name, huh? The I'm Jaron, and we are the audio files. We don't know what we're talking about. We're gonna have fun doing it this week. Um, Jaron and I don't really feel like talking about <laughs> anything super Not, specific. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't. So uh, we're just kind of turning the mic on and and. We're going to just kind of talk about what we feel like talking about. Yeah, just rock with us, you know, talk yeah. some shit, piss some people off maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> That's always the key, right? Yeah. That's always the goal. <laughs> yeah. I like I like offensive stuff, man. It's my favorite. Yeah, I know, man. I've noticed. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I don't I don't want to get into that yet. What have you been listening to lately? Um, what have I been listening to? Um, little Doja Cat, um kind of been getting into her. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I kind of passed on her before a little bit. Checked out some of her stuff, like that Juicy record. Not really a huge fan of the record. I video like is kind of nice. like that Juicy record. I, have, I didn't see the video. I already kind of know what it probably looks like. Nah, you don't. Uh, check it out, though. Um, but she just re- released a new single uh, called Rules. Fire. Yeah? Fire. Good baby. record? Yeah. Good job, Doja. Might be uh, one of my top five songs of the year, singles-wise. Yeah, I, I she's she's promising. I think she's got some good stuff. I, again, I like that juicy record. I don't necessarily like what she's talking about lyrically, but um, her cadence, like her flow, in, in rules. What, Why in rules? You yeah. see, you don't like what she's what's what's where she go with it. Um, I mean, I'm gonna let you listen to the, the record. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, all right. I see what you're saying. Okay, how much is that a is that a deal breaker for you, man? The the sub the. Lyrical content of the subject matter is something that you're... Uh, honestly, not not much at all. If that was the case, I wouldn't be a Young Thug fan. Um, you know His I mean? lyrical content is dead on. I don't know what you could be yeah, talking about. I don't about. even know what Doug be talking about sometimes. I don't even think he knows what he's talking about sometimes. <laughs> like He should be our third member. He don't know what he's talking about, but he's having fun doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Like, yeah. He should legit be our third member. He's an honorary audiophile. Yeah, shout out to Thug. Um, man, I he's talking with this... He's lyric... His lyrics come from his body, man. Those are lyrics from the bones. Those from aren't heart. <laughs> those aren't like made up in your cerebellum. Those come from the spinal yeah. spinal. I, I don't know if we talked. I know me and you've talked about this before, but I don't know if we talked about it on the air. But I remember I was telling you how he writes his songs. Like he just goes in, they play the beat, and they say he just takes paper and starts writing all kind of shapes down. Shapes, <laughs> not words, not letters, shapes. <laughs> that kind of sounds like him. Like it makes sense when you hear him, like. You know, because it kind of all fits together like a puzzle. Like, it doesn't really make sense, but it does, like, rhythmic, rhythmly. Okay, so this this is an important thing. Like, um, there's a lot of... This is a bigger technique in older songwriting, like, from the 70s and more metaphorical stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we've gotten so literal today, especially with, like, hip-hop. Like, hip-hop is so literal yeah. and dead on. Uh, there's not as much use of, of, of metaphor and surrealism, but that's, like, a thing, like... You can write lyrics that m- kind of make sense in that like dreamy way where the words fit together right, mm-hmm. and you can write lyrics that 
make sense in a concrete way where you're getting told point blank. I think both of those things are separate skills, but that's kind of a, that's what you're talking about. Like the, the, the young thugs, just words at random and syllables just kind of feel right. Like it speaks to your subconscious more than it speaks to any practical anything. That's one of the things I will, I like about Steely Dan. Man. It's, uh, and like somebody like the birds, like the birds just kind of spill out poetry in like amorphous stream of consciousness. Birds. The birds, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I could give a few different examples of this. Like some of the Beatles' later experimental stuff has that effect on me. It's like this doesn't, I'm the walrus cuckoo kachu kind of makes sense. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you're on LSD, it does. Well, no, it's, 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 it's not, it doesn't make sense like in a logical linguistic way. It makes sense in just kind of a flowy yeah, dream definitely, way, right? Definitely. Bob Dylan is really good at that too. He has this thing where in Tambourine Man where he says, Jingle Jangle Morning. On this Jingle Jangle Morning. Everybody knows what a Jingle Jangle Morning is. You don't even need me to explain to you what a Jingle Jangle You can feel when he says Jingle Jangle Morning, you can feel what he's talking about. You're giving me a look like you... I got no clue what a Jingle Jangle Morning is. I you, think I got a few ideas, but... Tell you what. Get it all up in our DMs. Let me know... If you know what a jingle jangle morning oh, is. That's that's show called a slide in your DM. That's the Oh. Okay. That's the hook. Hey, you heard it here first. Slide in Josh's DM. Jingle jangle or no. Jingle jangle or no. Yeah. Shout out Bob Dylan. What was I talking about? You don't know. Young Thug. So you've been listening to Doja Cat. Yeah. Good stuff. Doja Cat and also um a lot of Sade. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I love Sade. Man, how can you not just put you in that mood? Like, you feel like you want to, I don't know, just stay in the house with <laughs> with Bay all mm. weekend. Oh, man. You know? Wow. What a what a vibe. Yeah. Yeah, Sade is like the sonic equivalent of a lit candle. Yeah. Hmm. You like that take? I like that. Yeah. yeah that's poetry right there. <laughs> man, I when I was, when I board operate, board operated for on-air stuff all the time, board I would play. Operate. Board operated. <laughs> For on air stuff, I'd play smooth operator because because I am a smooth. Uh, hey, hey, he is in rare form tonight. <laughs> Don't give me too much credit, man. Don't give me too much credit. It'll go to my head. Cause you're a smooth operator. Huh? Yeah, you like that? I, I like that a lot. I know you've been in the room while I've while I've done that trick. Yeah, you know. Yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, shifts together back in the day. Yeah. Um. So let me ask you, what have you been listening to? I. Okay, so I, I talked about this for the past couple of weeks. I was doing so much mixing on my record because Soda Season is about, about to dawn upon all of us. Um, but I'm, I'm in mastering mode now, or at least I'm starting to be. So I'm listening to stuff with great mastering to get me into that mindset. And some of my favorite mastered material in the world is back to our boy, Young Thug. Back to our man. We're just going to call this the Young Thug episode. He's... He... Slime Season 3 is the most enormous fucking record you'll ever hear. The vocals are, like, louder than anything you could possibly imagine. I don't know how... Alex Tume is his engineer. I think he did that record. Mm. I don't know how he does it. The drums are, like... I don't know how... It's just so... In, it's such an enormous record. I don't know how he did it. It's so... It's, it's, so I listen to that to reference, you know, and see if I'm in the ballpark. Not that I make music that's supposed to sound like Young Thug, but... But the sound quality, I, I don't know, man. How technical should I start to get with all man, this? Man, uh, it's on you, man. You know, it's, the it's, show world. You got it. The drums are, are they, are they crackalacking? You know, 
crack a lacking. Are they crack? Are the so, vocal? So there's no white people in the drums. Are the vocal? <laughs> crack a lack. Crack a lacking. <clears throat> are the vocals? Are the vocals powerful and clear and and saturated, consistent? Mm-hmm. Does the eight oh eight hit your your L four right here? This vertebrae. Hey man. Hey man. You getting too technical. First thing. Let me. Let me. Two things actually. Don't say that like that. Say that like that no more. Crack a lacking. We don't do that. You don't like <laughs> do the that you no don't more. like the crack a lacking drums, Jim. Two thousand four. We don't do that no more. All right. Second, what the fuck is an L four, man? Listen, you know the, you know how the vertebrae are like, named by. Uh, this is anatomy with Josh and Jaren. It's like it's like this. It's no, like the just Josh. It's like the vertebra. It's like the, the piece of your spine that's like kind of right in, in the middle of your mid of your lower back. Okay. I know you know what an L four is, Jaren. Don't lie to me. I can't say that I do, man. So yeah, I've been listening to 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 that stuff, and then also going back to Choose Your Weapon, which I love the mastering on that record. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different kinds of sounds on that, and they all sound really good. And Moonchild's new record, um, yeah, all really good stuff. I really dig in that new Moonchild as much. Yeah, I haven't listened to it as much as I should have, but you know, first few singles, um, nah, wasn't really digging them. Not too much. Nah, not too much. Can you give a reason why? I just didn't like it. You know, sometimes some stuff you just don't like. Like I got probably have listened to it enough to pinpoint why I don't like it. But I was like, uh, I don't like this. It doesn't really do it doesn't away. really I'm not really buying it either. Yeah. I'm not really buying it that much. It's like yeah. they tried to kind of go in a popular direction with the like the couple singles I heard and it wasn't working out. So, you know, now they kind of mix in between where we wanna have a pop record, but we clearly not aren't a pop band at all. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think uh, I think the record might change your mind if you if you listen deep multiple times. There's some jazzy stuff on there. Maybe I listen to the whole record. Yeah, I think they take some risks on that record. It's not as good as like a background record. I think is Voyager, but mm-hmm. it's a it's there's some complicated stuff happening. So I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna revisit it for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I have been. So shout out to Moonchild. Good stuff. There's a there's a there's a pretty severe lack of current really great neo soul bands. So. You gotta you gotta take what take what you can get, you know. Damn. All the white neo soul bands are the good ones now, huh? Moonchild, hi Listen, I'm, I'm putting my hands up on that one, man. That's that's your take <laughs> right there. Nah, we got the internet and that is the neo soul band. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, and I went back to and listened to uh uh Mama's Gun again all the way through. Oh. Like really real actively. Yeah. There's a whole seg I love how that record is arranged. There's like a few songs in like the later part of the record that are mm. just real stripped down yeah she kind of gets kind of vulnerable and ad 2000 yeah uh, i'm in love with you and orange moon orange moon yeah yeah that whole that whole part of the record i love arrangement like that Yeah, because you can make a long record and if there's like a lull sonically in it like ease up on your ears then that's how you make the record not seem so tiresome so let me just ask you real quick um off the top of your head, Mama's Gun or Bodywism? I say probably Mama's Gun after having just Damn. heard it. Yeah, because it's just because it's got so much great different stuff on it. I did not see that coming at all. Really? No, nah, you know me and you have talked about Bodywism like hella times, so I'm thinking. Yeah, but now I'm starting to think it's just, I think that's a selling point is that it's got that stuff on it too. Mama's also, Gun. to its credit, it's a much more diverse record. You that's what I mean? That's what I tend to side with you know yeah. she's doing different kinds of things it makes erica badu seem more of more of an artist than just a neo soul artist yeah so and and i respect that you know 
Yeah, because uh, Bodoism was definitely kind of stuck more in that neo soul, um, R and B soul vibe. Not or, to say it's not a nine. Yeah, you know, I say it might be a ten to me. Yeah, um, maybe. But Mama's Gun, you know, she opens it up with a what is it penitentiary philosophy, which is I don't like that. Fun. I don't oh, like that record. Man, what? yeah, I skipped that record. I, I listen. You're from, tripping. I listen track two on on that record. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm having you know, fun doing got it, some uh, <laughs> some funk rock vibes and stuff. You know. Yeah. She got kind of like some hip hop in there with like um, Booty, you know? Booty is a crazy song. Hey. I think that's Questlove drumming on that too. Man. That yeah. song is insane. I think that might be my favorite song off the album. That might be the greatest mixed song of all time. Yeah. It sounds unbelievable. So uh, definitely a lot of diverse stuff on there, kind of branching out some. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I take that. I take that as a that's okay. a bigger plus, you know? That's just. She's getting outside of her. Outside of her wheelhouse, that's 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 a great reason why. Yeah, like, you really can't go wrong with either of those albums, though. Definitely. Shout out to Erica Badu. I didn't even really think we were gonna be talking about music that much, man. Man, I just turned the mic on and started blabbing my mouth, and what do you know? Music comes out again. Yeah, I guess that's all I really ever think about, huh? That's all we know. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a little break. We'll be back in one second. Digging that man, who is that? Yeah, that's Donald Fagan, Steely Dan, pretty much. Yeah, well, he kind of went a little different. This is something that I like about when solo people make stuff after the band. He was making stuff during Steely Dan, but mm. like, have you listened to the uh, you know, the Lennon McCartney Harrison stuff after the Beatles? Um, McCartney, yes, yeah, Harrison, no, Lennon, uh. maybe a few. Songs. It's okay, so it's really cool because, first of all, those three are obviously incredibly good songwriters mm -hmm. and you can also kind of hear what they brought to the table yeah like that's what i like about that kind of thing you can hear it when you listen to um paul mccartney you kind of get that he was bringing that pop mm -hmm. you know and that like kind of simple like dumbed down jazz you know what i mean like those simple jazz changes and stuff and Lennon was bringing that like experimental gritty rocky or outside of the box and then harrison brought Harrison brought his own like brand of like soulful, like genuine heart in the music kind of rock, and, mm -hmm. and you get that. Ringo sang just a bunch of covers and it was kind of like a shitty. Why does everybody do Ringo so bad, man? Listen, like, well, listen to the material that he came up with. You know what messed up? What I thought was really like screwed up. So Ringo Starr was out here maybe about a month ago. And, you know, I'm thinking he's a Beatle. He'll be playing at least an arena. He'll be playing, you know, Oracle Arena in Oakland or something. That man's playing the Paramount, which is like three thousand people. It's not bad. I mean, it's not bad, but if you're a Beatle, you're a Beatle. You're part of the biggest group of yeah, all Yeah, but, like, dude, he... I mean, you can just go off of, like, the the stuff that they put out after the after the band broke up. Like, Ringo was not a, an artist. He's not a songwriter. And Ringo Starr could walk in this room right now, and I probably wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like an old Ringo Starr. <laughs> and what does that look like exactly? That's my That's point. a good question, yeah. Yeah. No, but let me let me let me put you onto this here real quick before I get out of this Beatles land. Is, is is George Harrison made a triple album after the Beatles called All Things Must Pass. Mm -hmm. It's like a really really good record. 
it's kind of like similar to the White Album in that there's a lot of hits and a lot of misses on it. But there's some, man, there's some great material. And he's a really soulful writer. Like, you can really hear his heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really endearing. So check out George Harrison's stuff. Might be my favorite of the three of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I got to say, he speaking of George Harrison, he probably wrote my favorite Beatles song of all time. On my guitar, Johnny Wee? How'd you know, man? Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. He wrote a lot of the bangers, man. He wrote Taxman. Mm-hmm. He wrote he wrote something. Um, ah, what else off the top of my head can I can I just throw out? Man, this is tough. I used to I used to be able to have be able to be able to rattle them all out instantly. He wrote a lot of the bangers. Let me just leave mm-hmm. it at that. Yeah, while my guitar Johnny Wee. Straight banger. Yeah. Good material. It's messed up how everybody does Ringo, though. <laughs> yeah, there's, this, there's this joke. Uh, um, how does the joke? It's like, is he? do you consider Ringo Starr to be the best drummer in the world? Because he was in the Beatles. Like, no, he wasn't even the best drummer in the Beatles. Damn. Yeah. Poor, poor guy. So how are you doing, man? All right, man. Yeah? All right, man. Uh, start of the week, you know, got got to... A rough one ahead, but I'm all right. Me too, man. Jaron and I will behind the scenes info for you. We work a cool twelve to sixteen hours a day, like on our just on general stuff. Yeah, we're kind of a couple of workaholics. Stuff you make us sound like drug dealers and stuff. You know, just some the mafia, just some stuff. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like besides just the podcast, we kind of got. It. The thing that we have in common is we've got a lot of a lot of eggs and a lot of baskets. Yeah, we do. Know? We do. So, you know, one of the reasons the music is so important is because it's like, man, can I just get a moment of something to get my brain off of what my brain is usually on? Yeah. Like just a second of levity. Like something to just take you away for a while. Just a, some kind of real thin, slim sliver of escape, you know? Yeah. And an interesting thing about becoming a trying to become a musical artist is that you'd start to turn your escape into something that you intellectualize. And then, you know, it's 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 harder to find that it's harder to find like a really genuine connection with something, you know. Yeah. So you just think about it all the time. But but I don't know, man. I mean we talk about we talk about how important music is to us, and I think that's big on me. It's like I don't really have a lot of vices out here, you know? <laughs> so music is a vice for you. Yeah, I think you could probably say that. I mean, uh, the thing a thing that I talk about a lot on this podcast is a lot of, like, the guilty pleasures, you know? Like, I don't I don't listen to Playboy Cardi because it it's, like, educating or because it's, it's because it's something that I, that's been recommended or that's, like, culturally significant. I listen to Playboy Cardi because it's completely relaxing. Relaxing wouldn't be the word I'd give it. It just but. takes zero work to listen to it. He's just, you're, he's spoon feeding you everything. Because he's not even saying anything. But he is, though. Uh, is he really just? He's just saying, he's saying a feeling. And that feeling is, fuck it. You know? Fuck it. And that's what I get from a lot of these SoundCloud guys. I think that's why one of the reasons I'm gravitated toward the genre is because it's, man, after after the perfectionist that I am, I just want to enjoy something that's just abandoned, you know? So since, so since you're good, you basically want to listen to some, somebody that's shitty. I'm not saying that I'm good. I'm just saying that I'm an overthinker, you know? Mm-hmm. So Playboy Cardi is a good, uh, 
<laughs> a good escape from that. I see you looking at the clock here, Jaren. Yeah. Talking about my talking about Playboy Cardi. He's like, how long is this guy gonna ramble yeah, on? Man, about? you you know, every every week I I can expect a few things from you. I can expect Seely Dan uh, or Donald Fagan to be talked about uh, or Playboy Cardi. I even got away with Donald Fagan on air. Um, you know what's messed up? I was just thinking this has nothing to do with anything, but I would hate for my name to be Donald Fagan. That is a fucked up name. He went pretty far considering his name Fagan. was... Fagan. Yeah. <laughs> considering his name was... Jaren, I really have to ask. This is way off way off the rails here. I mean, we're not really talking about anything at all, so nothing's off Okay, the but this is off subject of what even anything... All right, so, up? Warriors, uh, the coach, his name is Steve, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Yeah. He named his son. Do you know what he named his son? Nick, I think. Nick. Is hey, that okay? Hey, why would you do that? Now you're going to turn this into something different. Wait, I, ah, I just said the name in my head, Nick Kerr. Is that okay? Is that is that way not acceptable for him to I do? Mean, what's his name? Nicholas? Or I would say Nick? Nicholas. I would say Nicholas every time, but you know people are calling him Nick. Hey, come on, don't make me hate Coach Kerr. Like we love Coach Kerr. I know he's he's real renowned in the Bay, but I just I I have to get your opinion on that, man. I don't. I, you kind of hit me with that out of. Listen, there's hundreds hundreds of names out there. Yeah, why did you choose Nick? Hundreds. You chose the one that's gonna like get you, you put <laughs> you in that position. There's hundreds. You could have gone Rick. You know, Ricker. You could have caught Rick. That would have been a whole different situation. So he's more Rick than Rick, pretty much. I would have I would have hoped that he would have gone with Rick personally. Or, I would have gone with Rick. Or Dick. Anything. Anything. <laughs> anything except Nick, really. I mean, it's not wrong, but I kind of feel like, I, what, did he know what he was fucking doing when he did that? You or? have to, man. I mean, it's your son's name. Yes, put some thought goes into that. <laughs> I would hope. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. I um, think he, I think this is what you're doing. I think you're. I think you're playing devil's advocate because you don't want to hate on such a renowned Bay Area. I'm not figure. even. So what are you trying to sit here and make me think Coach Kerr is a racist? No, I just, I just, I, I guess I just want to hear it coming out of you that that's not an acceptable thing to do. You I just want, you just want a black guy to validate basically what you've been thinking. Along, no, along. I just this, that's not what I'm saying. Now you're making me. Seem not, like the ignorant one. No, nah, not what at you're all. Doing here? I just want to. I just wanted your take on it. That's all. Um, my take is I think that's a stupid ass name. Like, okay. I don't think I honestly don't think he meant anything by it. I would hope not, but I don't know. I don't know uh, Steve Kerr personally, but he seems like a pretty um, liberal guy that would you know. Yeah, it's like you work in like basketball. Yeah, like like ninety percent black. What are you doing? What are you doing naming your son Nick? That seems like such an ironic move to me. So anyway, that's I I got your take on it, man. That's all I wanted to hear. That's all I, that's all I was looking for here. Well, we just gonna go with the on the strength that his name is Nicholas. Yeah, I'm saying Nicholas every time. Nicholas personally. Kerr. Good old Nicholas Kerr, man. Me and Nicholas Kerr go wait. Shout out Nicholas Kerr. How did we get there, man? I it popped into my head. You were talking about Donald Fagan's name and and uh, yeah, he I mean he went far with that name, you know. Yeah, that is a messed up name. You know where the name Steely Dan came from? I don't. There's a there's a beatnik book called uh, Naked Lunch that Walter Becker and Donald Fagan were really into. And Steely Dan was a name of the book for like uh, a toy. Mm -hmm. 
a special kind of toy. And so what they, kind of toy, Josh? A special kind. So they said... Like, they, what, like how special? Though? You kind of got to... Pretty special. Know. It's more expensive. It can only be found at certain kinds of stores. So like What kinds of stores, Josh? Like, you, you got to explain this. Stores that a guy like me wouldn't really go into. You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't a guy like you go into them, Josh? Because I'm not... You know, because I don't... You know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. Explain to us, Josh. You'll have to Google images it for yourself, man. What What's it called again? Steely Dan. But I'm saying what... Uh, that's what the toy was named. Yeah, so they 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 named the band after that. I think because there were like a couple of young dudes, and they thought it would be funny. Right, you can't just tell us what the toy like. What does it do? Does it talk? Does it wind up? No, nah, just look it up yourself. But it's it's that's that's <laughs> it's from a, it's a thing from a book. <laughs> Listen, I can't be, try to come off as like liter literarily. Uh, never mind. I'm just trying to sound informed here, Jerry. <laughs> I mean, to, well, that's the, I was trying to paint you in a more informed light, but you know, you telling us. What the toy does, but you can't even tell us what the toy does. Yeah, you have to look it up for yourself. It's but like, I mean, you know. Well, I, I you know, I have some idea. Have you used this it? Is, not personally. Listen, <laughs> you just have to look it up. You just have to look it up. Like this isn't something that I can really communicate. Okay. I, in in in, and I can't have you be pressing me for this, Jaren. You know, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to talk about. It is hard, huh? I'm just trying to sound like somebody that knows what they're talking about a little bit. But you don't know what you're talking about. I am. I have had a great time doing it. Did you have a good time doing it? I did, man. Even though we talked, we literally talked about nothing. Yeah, we talked about way more nothing than we usually do. Yeah, this is like a a, a Seinfeld episode. The episode about nothing. Yeah, but it's. I feel like even Seinfeld had a little more direction than. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah. I had. I, I actually had fun. Yeah, I did too, man. This is this has been a first edition of Jaren and I just kind of cutting the mics on. Hopefully there's some takes. Hopefully you get entertained. Um, if not, eh, eh, well, you still listen, so thank you. Indeed you did. Please let us know. We, we're always looking for feedback, and it's really, really appreciated because we're trying a lot of different things. So let us know if you liked it, if you didn't like it, if you find out what's, what's, where Steely Dan comes from. Yeah, because Josh knows. Um, let us know what you think about it. Leave her name this song. Nick. Nick. Her. All of your opinions. Where the audio comes. Measuring sway with the wind.